The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I think we're oh frack. Sorry, man. It's been a it's been a very very long week. Well, you're aware. It's part part yeah, it has part been of a long why week. there hasn't been so many uh, daily cogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's all right. My mind is a is a little uh everywhere so we um see i don't even have the proper i don't even have the proper screen up we'll see how it goes hello everybody welcome to another uh daily cup of genre here on the genreverse youtube channel and podcast network available on all your favorite uh all your favorite podcast apps like spotify google apple amazon and more uh hit the subscribe button if you haven't done that already if you have thank you very much uh, follow us on your favorite app, and then uh, uh, I'm Kyle. That's Manny. LRM, LRMonline.com is the website for all your uh, written news needs and opinions. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's Friday. It's been a long it's been a long week, man. We yeah we spent been. we spent three hours almost almost three hours yesterday uh, shopping for new phones and getting new phones, new service and, and all of that. And part of what took so long is we changed, uh, carriers. I actually just left the longest non familial relationship in my life. (laughs) I had been, I dude, no joke. I had been with Sprint all the way through the merger, yeah, they became T-Mobile over the last year or two or whatever it was. But same serve, you know, I never left my my carrier from September of 2003 until yesterday. Wow. <laughs> well, technically today. And I've had the same phone number for, for that long. Amazing. However, I do know, I do now have a business number. Uh, so that'll be on my, on my card, which is kind of kind of cool um but yeah and so this this morning uh our phones are in limbo because we're porting over our our numbers and changing carriers so like both phones half work oh <laughs> as far as like if i send a text on one i'll receive answers on the other mm-hmm. I've, I've had that before so, uh we got to go back over today uh we forgot to get uh, a number, an account number that we have to have uh, when this automated thing calls to uh, complete the port. Uh, so we're gonna go go do that. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> what's what's your weekend look like? My son's gonna have his first sleepover, so that's pretty cool. That's not like a family, our family friend. Uh, so that's cool. But what what you got going on this weekend, man? Well, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna start off pretty well. Um, we're gonna we're gonna watch uh, Evil Dead tonight. Mm. Um, so that's gonna be fun. And the then... daughter going with? No, she's she's not. Oh, okay. Um, no, not tonight. And then uh, we have a uh, a '90s rock festival tomorrow that we're gonna go to. So it's gonna be nice. And then on Sunday, uh, Emma and I are going to. Um, watch Spirit, um, uh, the Studio Ghibli film. Mm, but Spirited Away. Spirited Away, sorry. 
Um, but it's gonna, but it's live. It's a, it's a show. Oh. It's a, it's a live version that they did in Japan. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you, I think you had mentioned, uh, mentioned that at some point. You know, <laughs> I, I keep wanting to do the um, Ghibli fests and uh, at, um, at the studios, um, and we just, I, we've, Christine's taken Lucas to like a, a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one that you know we always wanted to do, of course, is is Spirited Away for Christine and I, and that's always in the fall, and it always becomes like the most difficult one, uh, difficult one to do. I know. Give me a second. Let me bring uh, the Chrome window over. Um, they've announced you're going to the live on stage April twenty third, twenty fifth, twenty seventh, and May second. Mm-hmm. In May, we've got uh, Ponyo, June, Kiki's Delivery Service, uh, July, Nausicaa, uh, Castle in the Sky, also in July, Princess Mononoke in August, uh, also with Porco Rosso, uh, The Wind Rises as well. So those three, uh, Mononoke, Porco, and Wind, Wind Rises are all August, and then uh, September, Howl's Moving Castle, and October 28th through November 1st, Spirited away totoro not getting a uh or at least no date for it yet might not get might not get one i'm not sure but, that, that uh, one just happened yeah what totoro yeah go go by already i okay, think so well, maybe that's why it's down at the at the end of the end of the list it's always a cool thing man i mean i'm how did how did suzume you know let me uh let me it, this it, down. it didn't do too bad I, it was just uh it's interesting because you could just kind of like play all of the Ghibli movies and then mm-hmm. start them over and then you have the same people going to watch them and everyone's okay with it because they're really they're just really good and they're different but many of know. them are many oh. of them are some some of them are are nah I'm not <laughs> you should have seen our our tier list uh live stream for for anime I did uh, I saw some of the things you had put and I was like yeah I'm never trusting these guys with uh what with it, yeah. why like what? There was a few what? things. You didn't have spirited away all the way at the top. We couldn't. Yeah, that's the thing. We couldn't. And and spirited away isn't the best of the of the best. Uh, we had so our our tier list. And let me. Uh, but I didn't. I, was, I didn't say anything because I don't. I don't watch sorry. enough to really. Oh, I well, feel like I had a valid opinion. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fine. But for for those that that don't know, and I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to find the image for those that don't know we did a a tier list but to to make it interesting to not just have uh um willy-nilly everything that we wanted exactly where we wanted and especially since there was three of us trying to do this this uh this uh uh tier list we made it to where the three of us could agree on basically the the top two movies or at least two movies we were willing to give the the s plus tier and then we had uh we each had one S tier that we we could give. And that made it, you know, kind of like what's gonna come up because we also randomized the order that we that we placed these. Mm-hmm. And so on the screen for those watching on on YouTube, the two movies that came up really, really early were Weathering with You and Your Your Name. Those are, for all intents and purposes, along with the uh, several others. S plus tier movies. Uh, 
Christine picked Spirited Away for her S tier. I ended up going with uh, words bubble up like Soda Pop because Your Name, Weathering, Spirited With Way already taken. I'm I'm happy with that. And Brian took uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, that's uh, so good. Emma loves that. Yeah. So all five of those to us are all, of course, S plus tier. But for this like one thing well i don't care for howls so much so four out of those five are s plus for me howls is is good it's just not s s plus for me but relatively yeah you would have like five or six movies up at the up at the uh tippy top what's not wrong with that if we didn't put the uh if we didn't put the limitations on oh, to make yeah. it interesting no it's and, not it know. doesn't make it interesting it makes it yeah it annoying. does because because no, not at all well here's here's what made it Boo. interesting see I don't like Kiki's the delivery service. Christine That's a does. great movie. Christine really, really likes it, and she wanted to. She wanted to give it an A. Christine sounds right. like she has a way better taste in anime than you do. Um, and or she, I think she wanted to give it a B or something like that. And Brian was like, "There's no way this is a C." And I was like, "I, I'm sorry, it's a C." And then we gave Chat a chance to save it for her, and no, and not even Chat saved it for her. So Kiki got Kiki got stuck in in C. Um. But yeah, that's what made it fun was things like that, and that that's why we kind of uh, put the uh, the limitations on, and um, it was fun. It was fun. Whatever. Man, you you sound you sound like a freaking uh, a Gen Zer where you just want every everything to be good and everything to be great and put. You don't want any type of limitations. You you want no moderation. Man. I'm sorry. You're, you're I'm not terrible. a Star Wars. I'm not that kind of Star Wars fan. Okay. It just comes out every after every episode and says it's the best thing ever. And if it's not the best thing ever, it was still good. Like that's the other thing is 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 like people convincing themselves. And and look, I did it. I did it too. No, we it, uh, it, honestly like um, I did it too I, with the prequels. I I do. Myself. I do feel that I I I love some of those movies and and the, the, some of the ones you mentioned are actually some of our top favorites that we've gone through. Mm-hmm. Um spirited away obviously is is right at the top housing moving castle is very close now uh to a second for my daughter and i this is what i'm speaking uh then uh, at a third is kiki's delivery service uh followed by porco rosso those are those are just our our favorites we just enjoy them but i think porco rosso um go ahead i think the thing about that one is that it surprised us we didn't expect it to be good (laughs) and then then it turned out to be very good um, so I think that's why that's up there. So, have you seen your name and Weathering with you? No, I haven't. You guys need to watch those. Uh, Weathering with you's on on HBO Max, or at least it, it was fairly recently. Uh, you need you need to watch those. I'll check the I'll have to check like them out. absolutely. Uh, also, a silent voice. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's on Netflix. Uh, came out years ago. Uh, Christina watched it uh, before me. Her and I watched it. Uh, day before yesterday Mm. great movie seriously that that would if that would be an s tier movie i mean it is it is good uh uh it does deal with um how do i i don't want to ruin any anything be aware of behavioral health issues in this in this movie uh but it's good it's not a glorifying it is slice of life it is taking I'll give you the per- the 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 uh, what is it the premise the um, uh, synopsis. A dude bullied a girl back in in elementary school. 
He finds her later on in, in high school and wants to make up for it. Hmm. She's okay. hard of hearing, deaf. So, uh, there you go. There's a synopsis, a silent voice, great. Uh, but definitely weathering with you, your name, uh, Makoto, Makoto, Makoto Shinkai. Uh, his two, his freaking two master pieces at any given moment you could ask me which of those two are my favorite and usually it's going to be weathering with you but if it, it can be your name every every now and then they are that good the the deciding factor between those two movies is what hurts suzume and that's music the the music for your are for for weathering with you is the is some of the best in in an anime film uh, Radwimps did an amazing job with the with the soundtrack and and uh, Yojiro Noda I think is the the uh, lead dudes uh, he also composed like the you know the uh, orchestral stuff mm-hmm. um, it was written for that movie which was great your name borrowed a lot of uh, stuff Radwimps had already done and they brought in a few th- new things I think but Weathering with You was written musically from scratch that that's what hurt Suzume. Was that there was? Don't get me wrong. There's, there's, the music wasn't bad, but there's nothing that stands out like what what came before. So you have like this, and and then your name is just brilliant as well. And some people, a lot of people, your name is a lot of people in this generation of animes uh, spirited away. So like you and I, you know, millennials and stuff, spirited away is a is a really big big deal. Some of us, Akira is a really really big deal. Those those first anime movies that that people find. Um, I was lucky or unlucky enough to find shit way earlier. Uh, anyways, uh, lucky enough. Um, your name is is brilliant, but uh, man, Suzume just it, it missed the mark on on that, and and it's still a great movie. Suzume is a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, it just, yeah, man, it, it's it's crazy how one little thing like like music, like like the soundtrack and the and the and the music can set something apart. But uh, what weathering with you, man? It's on it's on HBO Max. Make that a thing. Or Silent Voice. It's on net on Netflix. Make it a thing. I hate music and anime. So no, it's not a music goal. It's not a musical. I'm talking the background music and the soundtrack with it. Oh, wow. That's really picky. <laughs> no, it's something that's... It's not something... It. <laughs> it's something that sets it each each one of those apart. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Is like They're all good. They're all solid. It's just that one had better, and that's what makes it above the the others like the art is all great amongst all all three the story is is great amongst all three the uh uh editing the color everything is 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 great but then it's like how how what is it that sets sets one apart well which soundtrack do i listen to the well, most? you know weathering, you weathering know messing with you. with you right really yeah Thank you <laughs> there's there's my f-bomb every now and then i drop one i may or may not bleep it <laughs> fuck you <laughs> you got really into it and i said oh Okay, green light. <laughs> uh, anyways, do you have anything oh. worth talking about today? Now that we've spent fifteen minutes talking about anime movies. Um, so what was it? We were we were having this big conversation yesterday in our in our group chat about the, Discord, fu- the link future in the description box. Um, 
No, actually, this is a like, like a oh, slot, like a friend's one. Um, oh, you guys, not yeah. us. Yeah, okay. like Go my ahead. friends, not your friends. Um, I have no friends. <laughs> you have cats. You have friends. <laughs> my, ca my cats are dicks, man. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I know how that goes. Um, yeah, so we're uh, basically what we're talking about is so everyone in our friends group is in was in agreement that about the things that the star that's that season three of Mando lacked mm -hmm. and um, how basically we need to if you didn't like Rebels and Clone Wars, you're not going to mm -hmm. like Star Wars going forward. Pretty that's much. that's the that's well, the consensus we came to because yeah. that's that's what they're gonna stick to and and that um your live action will be as bland as a cartoon as far as, as what it is like that's don't don't ex don't expect like everyone including us everyone gave the finale get the preview not not like afterwards but going towards the finale of Mandalorian 3 gave it way too much credit In, <laughs> yeah. because because of the potential because of the potential of the finale due to the episode before of, mm -hmm. of the the, you know these things like that. that happened to, to really make it interesting and really make it thrilling and epic and instead you know it was as vanilla as it gets wah, wah, wah. and and like and and the thing is that people are so are like smart enough for whatever reason now to kind of see that a little bit more a little bit better i see that more now not like before where kyle was going to see the prequels and he convinced himself that it was great um it's it's ha it's happening where people i are... didn't get to convince myself that for for very long it was very very quickly that i was like oh my god what yeah. <laughs> have we done but it's so yeah so <laughs> So I think I think so. Would you say it's fair? Star Wars fans in general all should just lower their expectations to enjoy Star Wars, or should we demand something better? You you never settle, like. But that's the thing. That's that's the thing, man. Is people are willing to to yeah. settle. You you constantly, and I mean, you've said it. Jammer always freaking says it. A lot of people say it, and in small doses, you you are right. If you can shift your expectations you are correct you you can enjoy things more but here's the thing there's a there's a difference between uh and, and mando season three is a great example for this there's a difference between something that starts immature we'll say i don't mean like eh, dookie joke i mean or it's it's not there's there's things that start skewed t towards youth and they continue on and they're good I have no no issues mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. There's things that are skewed towards general audiences, which means anyone from like eight to like eighty can enjoy this thing. And I have I have no issues with that. And there's things that skew to older, mature audiences. And that might not necessarily mean blood, violence, and sex. It might just mean serious dramas and topics that are boring to, to children, right? My my issue with, with Mando and especially Mando season three is how it went from general audiences in one and two to skewed towards youth for season three and that's that is where i shouldn't freaking settle because you started you started something already and whether or not people 
like the the prequels or not, what we have to to look at is what the OT was, what started it all, and there are general audience moments throughout until you get to the Ewoks. At the very very end, Lucas, for whatever reason, went off the went off the deep end and decided to use Ewoks and and kind of kidify things. And you saw the Ewok adventures, and then you you look at the prequels and you you realize that he did want to take things off to the to the side but then you look at what's been most successful you look at the more ot like sequel trilogy except for the <laughs> last movie um the second one even though device div divisive uh divisive divisive uh even though it's divisive uh people will say hey it was well shot it looks great it's one of the best best looking star wars films there are soundtracks solid it feels it looks it it plays like star wars it just had a really shorty uh shorty sh shitty uh storyline um but the cartoons man the cart the cartoon stuff that people came up with that that they were brought up with they 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 enjoyed regular Star Wars. They they like mm -hmm. OT. They 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 liked Mando. Everyone really liked Mando season one and two over overall. But all of a sudden, you start dangling this cartoony shit, and and they're they're eating it up. Yeah. And I don't. I we shouldn't have to settle for that. And Star Wars doesn't need to, to be that. It's already proven. Rogue One, even you know, Rogue it's Rogue already straight, it's yeah. already proven that aiming for that general audience, sci-fi fun. Little jokes here, little silly there, but overall you keep it a a you keep it in that that OT vibe, man, and you're gonna make good money because that's that's what Star Wars is. Yeah. Um, no, we we shouldn't we shouldn't settle. I I hate that I I hate that idea. I shouldn't have to Marvel. You you've said this one, Manny. Marvel set themselves up for for failure with yeah. Phase Four because of how damn good Phases One through Three were. They set the expectations. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to lower my uh, expectations of a Marvel product simply because well we're in we're in a new phase and and we're just going to aim for the lowest common denominator to put out as as much content as as possible no don't don't settle yeah well i'm not saying to settle i i don't i i said i yeah no i meant yeah. don't to the uh people yeah it, it's just it, it seems like um yeah what the, the other conversation we had was about just disney in general mm -hmm. and how i don't know it, it feels like their team cares way too much about the small social media bubble and and oftentimes make the de make decisions based off of that um and what i mean by saying that is that um and, and i say and i and I, all, and I say this and i go all the way back to um season one of mando when um uh what's her face got fired um gina carano gina carano yeah and I think that's where you—that's where—that's where you started to split people up. That's after season two. Season two. Okay, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Season two. Um, I think that's where you started yeah. to split people up and kind of put 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 a wedge, and then that that grew, and then you started doing it with Marvel, uh, She-Hulk specifically, where, like you said, you're you're doing the counter thing that we that we weren't supposed to do started adding more you start creating more division 
um then you start making movies that have a little bit more of a of of a bigger message as far as like uh certain topics that are sometimes not Mm -hmm. well received by certain groups creating a bigger wedge and then you start um i mean it's not all bad as far as changing the ethnicity of some of the characters but there's a few that it's like why and you didn't need to like you could have done something a little bit more you could have been a little bit smarter about it uh tinkerbell for example was a horrible idea yeah little mermaid fine that's a great idea and that that one works for me. Like if, if you're if you're gonna pick one of the two, I'm gonna pick the little. I don't little care mermaid. for those at all. I, I, really I know, but what I'm so. but but what I'm yeah. saying now yeah. is, with every decision they seem to have made the last couple of years, they it's divisive, and yeah. it's causing them to lose money. The last the yeah. last few animated films have actually combined lost them over three hundred million. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had to backtrack on on Marvel shows because. They're just not good. And they're not bringing them anything extra on Disney Plus either. Disney Plus is not profitable right now. Nope. And it will not be profitable by next year. Like, uh, what's what's his name had, had yeah. said it would be. And and so I told you guys that. And we've been telling everybody that. And and then so the, so I and it's interesting because other studios and and that, I think this is where the conversation came from is because it's like wow, everything kind of really sucks right now on Disney Plus, and they're not really putting anything that's really great. That hot. Meanwhile, on the other side, uh, on the other side of uh, um, in Hollywood, you have Illumination that's just making Minion, Sing, and now Mario movies that are very generic and are making millions and millions of dollars and winning you the box office every year. Yeah. What does that? I mean, what does that tell you? It's it's he will some a lot is, is that attraction sometimes to the theater. People don't want to be told a lesson. People are just gonna want to go watch. I mean, there's a there's a time and place for yeah. for everything. Uh, there is. That's that's one of the that's one of the hardest things I think people have have uh, to realize and understand. There's a, there's a time and place for everything. Uh, I've had this argument plenty of times. The there there's. Uh, a lot of great room for contemporary political commentary yeah. in things like X-Men and even Star Wars, yeah. Not 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 see Star Wars not so much. Star yeah. Wars was never uh Star Wars was never as contemporary as as people thought. While it did relate some to both uh World War II and Vietnam, it borrows from a lot of just traditional hero mm-hmm. tale type type stuff. Star Wars is meant to be pure escapism. And that's one of the that's why I freaking despise any earthly things within earthly, Star yeah. Wars. Uh, yeah, I can feel that. Because it is meant to be ultimate mm-hmm. escapism. It is it is meant to be relatively uh, you know, good versus evil. Mm-hmm. Some some clear lines. Sure, there may be a betrayer, a backstabber or something, but you know relatively who the possible betrayers are you know who the good guys are you know the bad guys are that's star wars x-men wasn't x-men's meant to to be used uh as a mirror to society Mm -hmm. now that doesn't mean that you you can't have a diverse cast in star wars um but it does mean that it's it's one of those things where you don't bring if if the issue didn't exist in in 
the galaxy far, far away before now, then it probably shouldn't exist now. If that makes, uh, if that makes sense, but that's not how they, they always, they always play it. And it, it sucks. Like, like I've said, there's, there's this thing about normalizing things, Mm -hmm. uh, whether we like it or not, we've we've and I like it. I do. I do. We've made a lot of a lot of great progress in representation, especially for people of color and and women across, especially sci-fi, dude, sci-fi. Oh my god! And and especially for women in in sci-fi, uh, the the idea of strong female heroes in science fiction is decades old <laughs> yeah uh so going back into the 70s uh with a character like uh uh leia in the first couple of uh star wars movies but definitely your sigourney weavers and and um uh frack i forgot her name that played sarah sarah connor but uh yeah you you've got your strong female uh uh leads there for for a while but but that doesn't mean that there's not other groups that need their their fair shot mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't mean that there's not things that can still be better especially within the industry because we still to this day have have people getting cast to either provide armor or buzz uh and that's gross that you use people we still have check boxes and and that's gross yeah um Mm -hmm. that's that's not the the way to do to do things uh but if it's normalized, the groups that have made a career, that have made their money, made their, their living, their whole existence over the fight, if it's too normalized, if it becomes just another thing, then they are no longer needed and their mm-hmm. income is gone. So think about that. That's that's always something to be be aware with 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 activism in any any format, political or entertainment, what whatever. Like be aware. It victory comes with with a cost, which to them will be the there's no more you know no more fight or relatively no more fight uh which means that they they no longer have a job so they're they are they have a huge incentive to find something to keep themselves uh relevant it's just it's just rough because it it also feels like in in a lot of their shows now it, they make it to where they have a divisive character where if you don't like the series it's they be, blame it on they that. blame it on that specifically that's using a character as as armor casting and, and someone as armor it's and it's awful. happening more and more often it's it's very concerning um and, and i think people get tired of it in general and yeah because most people just want to watch a yeah, fucking movie yeah and that's what i that's what i mean when you when you want to go watch a movie a, a, a disney movie a a um an animated feature a family feature where everybody can go it's kind of really to just let your mind kind of melt you know for a bit just kind of relax and i i think when you start doing that it, you're um you're you're making it difficult to to just kind of to enjoy yourself and then also um look everyone has different values and while in my house there's a lot of things that are accepted and we're fine with it and we move on because we respect everyone's decision it's not the same as somebody else's house and you know what unfortunately for you and i mean you as the people who can't take it that's actually okay like there's there's, yeah. We all have differences of opinions, and if 
they and if that's not okay in their house that's it's just what it is and so like there's there's no apple products in my house it's not allowed <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean for you that's you know whatever um uh but but yeah like and fruit fruit cyst <laughs> tech tech te- te- i don't know whatever what, what, what i'm what i'm saying is that <laughs> when all your projects are like they start turning people off and then you're and then it's not even that good and then so yeah it's just um it's just interesting to watch and to see how and and it all seems to stem from paying way too much attention to this core bubble that doesn't represent the majority of of an audience <laughs> whichever core that might be for a particular project hey, look the cw has and i'm a fan of several old wb slash cw shows i'm constantly talking about the the trailblazing buffy uh buffy did um and uh but it made a it for a relatively decent amount of time it showed that you could have an entire network used to cast people in very diverse uh uh settings with very diverse uh casts and made it relatively uh successful mismanagement and other areas money needing to be shifted around maybe even some improper usage of of streaming services meant that it wasn't necessarily a home run uh network but it proved that there were audiences that wanted to watch all sorts of of groups that haven't gotten a fair shot um or if they've gotten a fair shot they haven't gotten a big enough shot whatever you want to however you want to qualify it um but it, it it's it's not everything we, we start hearing things about you know disability representation you know why why did brendan Fra- Fraser? why do people put on a fat suit to to act well can, i mean i mean can he's he's an, some, he's an actor he's supposed well, to play yeah, other was, things <laughs> and he's also playing a role that was very 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 large you have insurance situations health situations shooting time situations could a person the size of Brendan Fraser's character, could they do the filming schedule the way that it needs to be to be done? Like it was really one of the weirdest things where you're like, we needed, you know, X amount of. Re- do you want to put the? Uh, do you want to put a an overweight person in an additional fat suit to to bulk up to the size you needed for the for the weight? Like people complaining about uh, not having a blind actor play a blind character and and I'm I'm talking about some superheroing stuff specifically um Madam Web and and uh Daredevil of course and uh it's like well there, there's an insurance risk you know if you want this this character doing superhero stuff yeah and you want close-ups on face and all of that there's serious risks about having someone that's visually impaired or blind doing that they're not going to let them so you it would always have to be mask on they wouldn't it always have to be far away shots or some really weird deep fakes cgi stuff like they 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 started do doing um and that's not good so what do you do you hire a, a an actor that can see uh uh to do that Blindness is completely different than deaf. The deaf can actually see. There, there's less of a safety situation and an easier safety net 
to have them do stunts while someone around them with a, a mirror or a light or some sort of visual signal uh, to let them know if they're reaching out of, out of bounds. Someone that's blind, not not quite as easy when you're jumping around. And, and that's not to say that they can't do it. I'm talking, to, again, insurance policies and, and things that are part of the filming like business. Like, man, actors that can do all sorts of stuff are told, you can't do this stunt. You cost too much yep. money. <laughs> so and that's that's the probably the last thing on on this subject i'll i'll say on 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 that is uh at the end of the day guys it's a it's a business yeah and if 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 your niche whatever whatever it may be whether it's a niche of of genre or a niche of and i don't want to undermine things but i can't think of a, a a better word right now but your niche of of character or, or content representation if it is not profitable sorry i mean honestly it's 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 some some groups are super super small and it would be almost impossible for for them to be super profitable uh uh even if everyone in their group were were supportive but let's look at <laughs> let's look at female-led projects and movies made for females that weren't seen by females <laughs> like uh charlie charlie's angels uh the one elizabeth banks did or uh ghostbusters answer the call i don't know a single man that kept their wife daughter sister auntie <laughs> the girl next door from going and seeing any of those movies they didn't go support <laughs> their projects. Uh, Bros seems to have also been one where it wasn't just some white dude or some Hispanic straight dude uh, not seeing that movie. A lot of people didn't see that movie. A, a lot. And it's just, it's one of those things, guys. Uh, man, business is tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is tough. So, I guess that'll be good for for hot takes. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I mean, it like it'd be nice to have a representation for everything in film, but unfortunately, yeah. that's not how it works. And, and, and um, we don't have the we we don't necessarily have the the power to change that as far as um decisions because, like you and I say all the time, the decisions are made by the almighty dollar. And yelling and screaming at each other was not going to fix that. Yeah, no. I mean, the best thing to do is to write good stories so that no matter who you cast in those stories, that it, it's still going to be good. And unfortunately, we have to uh, put a pin in it there because I got to get ready for uh, Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. Um, if you guys hated us in our in our conversation, which I'm sure you did for those that listened all the way through, bravo. Uh, leave some comments down below. Tell us tell us what you think uh, about this episode and the topics. And I'm like looking at my timestamps and I'm just like, oh my God, how did we get from where we were to where, where we are? And I got cat hair. Damn it. Stop licking your cat. See, told, told you cats are dicks, man. Shedding everywhere. Hmm. Um, if you if you dig the show, cool. Check out more Genreverse here on YouTube. Uh, anime reactions, trailer reactions, Breaking Geek, Daily Cog, 
the Cantina Marvel Multiverse Mayhem when there's Marvel stuff to review. All the re- all the non-reaction stuff gets audio format wherever you get your, your podcasts from. And of course, lrmonline.com for uh, written news and reviews. Uh, uh, celebrity interviews from the LRM Online uh, YouTube channel and a whole lot more. Manny, anything else for the people this Friday? Uh, yeah, have a great weekend. And just a fun announcement is that um, it's kind of official at this point. The LRM team will be at Comic-Con this year. Uh, um, our passes have been approved and our room has been uh, booked. So yeah, we'll, nice. uh, we'll, we'll uh, once again bring you the greatest and latest. And also, um, yeah, just... Stop being dicks to each other. (laughs) All right, guys. Bye.